0: The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries' partners and viewers. We have been delivered out of the kingdom of darkness, and we are now in a new kingdom. Those are two different systems. In those systems, we have two different ways of speaking. Speaking. The enemy tries to use words of darkness to get you to express yourself. People use the words, I'm catching a cold. You make me sick. I'm dying to go. Words are authority in the earth. Satan waits on your words. So we got to always speak the words of the kingdom because those words are going to empower you and move you forward. How do you get God's word? Out of his book speak something in line with what god says about your life inside of you is soil you stick something in it it will try to grow it and what you're gonna sow is a seed of the word of the kingdom and the word will become what flesh well wait a minute suppose i stick some house seed in there the word will become house once you meditate this and get this down in here, all of a sudden, you're seeing God with you is bigger than you seeing the devil coming against you. speaking the word of the kingdom would dominate anything that's out of line with heaven. For us to change or improve this world, we're going to have to operate on higher principles than the world. And the higher principles that we're going to operate on are love and joy and peace and, 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 and justice and, and mercy and compassion and unity and um, um, integrity and holiness, so forth and so on. We're going to operate on these things. But the world is limited to inferior principles. And this is principles of division, jealousy, hatred, um, you know, stepping on somebody to get a promotion, Revenge, greed, uh, murder, selfishness, all these kind of things. And what I read to you in terms of the higher principles are coming out of Galatians chapter five, where he calls it the fruit of the spirit. And the fruit of the spirit can be defined as supernatural disposition. You can't get there without the Holy Ghost can't get there without the Word of God. In fact, over in Matthew's Gospel 4.4, but he answered and said, it is written, man shall not live by what? Bread bread alone, but by what? Every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Now that's the Word of the kingdom. Okay? That's the way you're going to live. Now I know when people are operating on these lower principles, they call them principles of darkness, and in those principles, it might look like they're getting ahead but they're not. Because the Bible says in Galatians chapter six, verses seven, that be not deceived, God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. Next verse please. For he that soweth to the flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. Let's stop right there. Put it up there in the amplified. Same verse in the amplified translation, if you will. For he who sows to his own flesh lower nature, sensuality will from the flesh reap decay and ruin and what? Destruction. Now I'm talking about the enemy and his tactics of destruction, because if he can get people to operate on the lower nature, then they sow to the flesh. And if they sow to the flesh, they're going to reap destruction. So cities can be destroyed by sowing to the flesh. And any cities that you've seen out there, no matter how big they were, how big the Roman Empire, how big, so forth, because of sowing to the flesh, every one of them met destruction. Got it? So the world cannot save itself. It needs somebody to sow to another level. Because if you sow to the Spirit, you'll reap eternal life. So it might look like the world is getting away with something when they get revenge on you, whatever have you, but you stand on that word because that word is going to deliver you. Let's go all the way over to Ezekiel chapter 36, please. Now notice what the enemy comes in. He comes in to make the world as a wilderness. He cannot keep anything alive. He is a dead spirit. He can't keep anything alive then that's why you can't retaliate according to his dark system and the principle of that system because they're designed to destroy. In fact, if you would just write the scripture down, it's found in Proverbs and Proverbs chapter 14 verse uh, 12. There is a way that seems right to a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. Oh, it seems right. Seems like you're getting away with it but it's designed to eat you up. Hatred, jealousy, talking about folks, running down the preachers, say amen to this. All this stuff is designed to come back at you. The Bible says if you sow to the wind, you'll reap the whirlwind all that bad stuff that you sowed in your past. That's why you got saved. Because once you got saved, it came back, but it came on Jesus. It's got to come back because it's spiritual law. It doesn't go, just go out in space somewhere. That's why when you, when you mess up, the first thing you do is what? You repent because you got to get the blood flowing. you got to get that that stuff off of you because it's coming back. All right, notice, ruined, ruined cities, because that's what the enemy did, but look what God does. Ezekiel chapter 36, verse 33, thus said the Lord God, in the day that I shall have cleansed you from all your iniquities, I will also cause you to dwell in the cities and the waste shall be building. And the desolate land shall be tilled, whereas it lay desolate in the sight of all that passed by. Watch this. And they shall say, this land that was what, desolate, is become like the what, Garden of Eden. And the waste and desolate and ruined cities are become fenced and are inhabited. Then the heathen that are left round about, you shall know that I, the Lord, build the ruined places and plant that that was desolate, I, the Lord, have spoken it." Come on. Then I will do it. I don't care how bad it looks, there's a blessing that's on your life, and that blessing is designed to turn a ghetto to the garden. It is designed, come on now, It will take you from zero to a hero. It it will cause things that happen in your life that no man can explain. That's what's on you. And you got a kingly anointing on you. I'm not talking about gender now. There's a kingly anointing on you that you decree things say amen to that. Yes. And when you decree that I'm talking about operating supernaturally. I'm not talking about naturally. I'm talking about supernaturally. And don't ever think it takes the same time supernaturally to fix something as it does in the natural. Yes. Say amen to that. Yes. So that's the power that you have that is virtually unlimited. It's on you right now. Say, the blessing is on me. It's on on you right now. Now, you got to have faith in that blessing. You got to have faith in it because that's what happened with Abraham and and, uh, Lot. You remember? They were were there and the blessing was on Abraham. So because of Abraham's blessing and Lot following him around, Lot got rich. But pretty soon they had strife between the herdsmen. Well, what's strife designed to do? Strife, one man said, is like dropping a rattlesnake in a baby crib, because strife will wipe out everything you got. Why? It's a lower nature. So here's what Abraham said. Let there be no strife between us. This is found in uh, Genesis chapter 13. Let there be no strife between us. He said, you pick what you want. You pick the right hand, I'll go to the left. If you pick the land to the left hand, I'll go to the right. Well, why did he say that? Because it didn't make any difference. The blessing is powerful enough to make a garden out of any place on this earth. And you got to speak things. you got to come in your house decreeing things. you got to take your kids, decree things over them. Say amen to that. In fact, you can bless yourself. Let me. G- <laughs> Go over with me to Isaiah and Isaiah chapter 65 and verse 16. That he who blesses himself in the earth shall bless himself in the God of truth. All right? stop right there and put it up there in the Amplified. So, it shall be that he who invokes a blessing on himself in the land shall do so by saying. All you got to do is say something over yourself. Say it. Decree it over yourself. Jesus came not as God he came as the son of God. Got it? Now what am I mean by that? That he set his godhead ability aside and operated as a man. Paul by revelation calls him the last Adam because he's showing you how Adam was. Remember three things Adam lost in the fall. He lost fellowship. He lost his assignment, and he lost provision. Got it? Then he got put out of the garden. Now the garden contained everything that Adam would need in this life. The garden now is the kingdom, and the kingdom has come inside of every believer, the whole kingdom, not half of it, the whole How can you get a whole kingdom in me? Well, ask God. The whole kingdom has come inside of you. Now, what does the kingdom supply? All the provision that we would need in this earth for everything we have need of. The kingdom does. Alright, now Jesus wants you, or desires for you, to identify with him. Got it? And notice they were going over to the other side, and here comes a storm to sink the boat. They woke up Jesus. They, they, they uh, you know, accused him that he didn't care. And then he rebuked the wind, said to the sea, peace be still. There was a great calm. And then he looked at them and said, now wait a minute. Where is your faith? Why didn't you do that? Here Jesus, spoke to the tree. No man eat fruit of you hereafter forever. Notice, so he did that. He was showing them how to operate under the authority of God, speaking the word of the kingdom, which would dominate anything that's out of line with heaven. He was showing, hey, wait a minute. You don't need to sit there and pray. You don't need to go through all of that, just, just listen, no man eat fruit of you hereafter forever. Nine words, just speak nine words to it. Now, I want you to see this now, because some of y'all are speaking too much, and the Bible says through much speaking like that, you kind of get off. You drift off into unbelief, see? Because you don't believe your, your words are enough to do that. No, no, no. He see, see yourself like God sees you. Yeah. Say amen to this. Yeah. And, and so here's Jesus. He's busy trying to get us to identify with him. And sometimes you got to get back in that Bible and understand. Watch Jesus. He walked on water. Here comes Peter. Hey, if that be you, bid me to walk on the water too. Come on notice, every time trying to get us to identify, he's not trying to lift himself up and say, well, I can do this, but you can't do it. No, no. He is saying, wait a minute, you can do this too. Now, once you do this and see how Jesus worked, now you got to keep renewing your mind to you're not who you used to be, but now you're somebody that's different. Got it. I was over in uh, Africa, and I was in Yoyo, uh, um, Nigeria, and and we were uh, riding with the uh, Doctor uh, Bishop over there, and 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 so forth. And and he was my wife and I were in the car. He was taking us, and he had a you know an entourage of cars and so forth. The police were directing away and so forth, and just a great time. They really honored us well and so forth. But he said something. He said now. You know, I went to Angola. He said, you got to come one time and we go to Angola or so forth and so on." He wants to have an apostolic conference over there and, and I said, um, I said, okay, I said, well, what's happening? He said, oh, you know, he said, some of the young women over there in Angola are beautiful, young, beautiful girls. I mean, they could be on the front cover of any glamour magazine and so forth. He said, but you look at the hands, the hands been cut off. I said, whoa, is that right? All right, right there, boom, I jump. He said, you know, sometimes I've just cried. I just wept when I see that. All right. Let's look at the Bible because God said something. Put it up on the board, put up Isaiah chapter 50, 55. It started verse eight. For my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are your ways, come on, my ways, saith the Lord. Keep going. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways and your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. So what you're thinking has a lot to do with your behavior. Amen. Keep going, next, next verse. For as the rain cometh down into snow from heaven and watereth the earth, and, and, and returneth not the, the but watereth the earth and make it bring forth in bud that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall, keep going, accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereunto I send it." Got it? So notice he's saying, okay, get your thoughts up. Get your thoughts up because you're thinking like the world. The world thinks that nothing we can do about that. Let me come back over here. All right, let's go to Matthew chapter 15. Now, Jesus is teaching on the kingdom. See? And what you can't do is you can't get among them and become like them. Your, your reason for getting among them is that they become like you. Got it? All right, now let's look at this. Matthew chapter 15, remember I said the blessing is powerful enough to fix anything that's broke and that Jesus didn't come in the synagogue and preach the law like the Pharisees. He came and preached the blessing because the blessing of Abraham would fix fixed everything that was broke. Look what it says in verse, I'll start here at verse 29. And Jesus departed from thence, and came nigh into the sea, to, uh, sea of Galilee, and he went up into a mountain and sat down there. And great multitudes came to him, having with them those that were lame, blind, dumb, uh uh maimed, and many others, and cast them down at whose feet? Jesus' feet. And what did Jesus do to him? Jesus. Now, he didn't cry over here. He healed them. Insomuch, insomuch that the multitude wondered when they saw the dumb to speak. You see this? The maimed to be made whole, the lame to walk, and the blind to see, and they glorified the God of Israel. Now, what is a maimed person? A person who perhaps got their hands cut off. Am I right? Now, when they brought that person to Jesus, what did Jesus do for them? He healed them. them. You got it? He healed them. And somebody said, well, that is Jesus. (laughs) That's who that was. That was Jesus. He is the son of God. He, he, He can do that. Well, the Bible said, beloved, now are we the sons of God. Now let's go to John, John chapter 14, because some of y'all looking at me kind of wild-eyed. Verse 10, believeth thou not that I am in the Father and the Father in me? The words that I speak unto you I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me, come on, help me, he's the one doing the work. Look what it said in verse twelve. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth, come on, on me, the works that I do, shall he do also. Now wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I better read that again. I better read that again. I say unto you that he that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also. And greater works than these shall he do." Why? Because I'm going to the Father. I'm going to tell you something. Jesus said, listen, listen here. Not only will you do what I did, that includes making the lame whole. Hands cut off, hands grow back. But, greater works. You're going to do stuff greater than that. I'm not talking about greater in terms of covering more territory. I'm talking about greater in terms of acts of miracles. You're going to do stuff that almost is beyond your belief. Got it? So when we see devastation, we can cry and identify with the victims, or we can come up into the spirit, into the supernatural, claim our inheritance as sons of God, and let the power flow through us and heal the sick. The supply for Adam was in the garden. The total supply for you is in the kingdom and the kingdom is in you. Well, I trust you are blessed by this powerful teaching. Now it's called the word of the kingdom. Now, this is powerful teaching that Jesus did. And this is an exciting four disc series of the word of the kingdom. And here's a point that you want to remember. God's total supply for Adam was in the garden of Eden. In other words, if it wasn't in the garden, he didn't need it. (laughs) Well, the garden today is the kingdom of God and God's total supply for all of his family is in the kingdom of God. Now, all the provisions, everything you'll ever need has already been stored there. So it's waiting for you right now. Now, Jesus came to show us how to live independent of this Babylonian system. How actually to use the 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 principles of the kingdom, tapping into the kingdom and tapping into an inexhaustible supp- supply inexhaustible supply to meet every need that you and I would have. Now, this is the principle of the word of the kingdom. This is how this word works. This is what Jesus taught when he said, the sower soweth the word. So the word of the kingdom is a very powerful foundational teaching. And it's something that you and I should should know. We should spend time studying this thing out. Why? So we learn to trust in him more than we trust in them and trust in God more than we trust in the world and what the world can offer us. It's a powerful teaching. As you get it guaranteed, it'll give you a, a life of peace and a life of joy. Praise God. Well, this is Bill Winston. Until next time, keep walking by faith. We have been delivered out of the kingdom of darkness and we are now in the a new kingdom. Those are two different systems. In those systems, we have two different ways of speaking. of speaking. The enemy tries to use words of darkness to get you to express yourself. People use the words, I'm catching a cold. You make me sick. I'm dying to go. Words are authority in the earth. Satan waits on your words. So we got to always speak the words of the kingdom because those words are going to empower you and move you forward. How do you get God's word? Out of his book. Speak something in line with what God says about your life. Inside of you is soil. You stick something in it, it will try to grow it. And what you're going to sow is the seed of the word of the kingdom. And the word will become what? Wait a minute, suppose I stick some house seed in there. The Word will become house. Once you meditate this and get this down in here, all of a sudden, you're seeing God with you is bigger than you seeing the devil coming against you. Speaking the Word of the kingdom would dominate anything that's out of line with heaven. Discover the power to operate on a supernatural level and triumph over every situation in Dr. Bill Winston's dynamic teaching entitled The Word of the Kingdom. To order your copy of The Word of the Kingdom, contact us online at billwinston.org by phone at 1 800 711 9327. You can also write to us at Bill Winston Ministries, PO Box 947, Oak Park, Illinois 60303. Order this dynamic teaching, the Word of the Kingdom, today. Well, hello. I have written a new book. It's called Revelation of Royalty. Now, this book was written because many Christians have not been receiving the divine inheritance because they really don't know their identity in Christ Jesus. They really don't know who they are. Are. I'm talking about in the eyes of God, not talking about uh, your relatives or, or the boss man or whatever, but who you are in the eyes of God. Because your image affects everything. It affects how high you climb, it affects how rich you become, it affects all of that. And nobody really can affect that but you. Now, what we do is we allow other people to call us names or put us in certain positions, and we take on that identity but God is telling you who you really are. He sees you as royalty. He sees you as one of his family. It is the richest and wealthiest family that has ever been known uh, to mankind. You are in that family if you're born again. Now, this book will help you. It'll help you identify who you are, what you have, and how to get it. We have been missing out on our inheritance, and that's wrong. We want you to to get what God says is yours. The first step to it, change your image. Go and understand who God says you are and be that. Praise God. Well, this is Bill Winston saying we love you and keep walking by faith. The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers.